Chapter Outline Introduction, The North and South of Temperament The author starts the book by stating that we are all defined by whether we're an extrovert or an introvert, which is the most fundamental dimension of our personality. Some of the most talented people have introverted natures, and Susan Cain wants you to understand how you can make your nature work for you. The book then goes on to discuss Rosa Parks, who refused to give up her seat on the bus for a white person in a time that was the law. It's assumed that she was an extroverted, loud character, but her obituary described her as timid and shy. We are all featured on what's known as the introvert-extrovert spectrum, and where we sit on here determines everything. How we make conversation, what friends we make, even how we find success. A lot of research has gone into the neural brain pathways that determine this personality trait, and has found that one-third to one-half of Americans identify with introversion. In a world that favors the extroverted, referred to as the extroverted ideal, it can be difficult to find the spotlight. Quiet will go on to examine how you can make your personality work for you, using studies, anecdotes, and examples. Part 1. The Extrovert Ideal Chapter 1. The Rise of the Mighty Likeable Fellow How Extroversion Became the Cultural Ideal This chapter starts with the quote, Strangers' eyes, keen and critical, can you meet them proudly, confidently, without fear? From a print advertisement from Woodbury's Soap in 1922, showing just how long the extrovert ideal has been the norm. The culture of character didn't become a concept until the 20th century. Before then, people only considered how you behaved in public, not in private. But as people began to notice personality, they became captivated by bold and entertaining people. Around this time, self-help books changed their focus from inner virtue to outer charm, as did advertising, showing this shift in the way people were thinking. Quietness became viewed as a negative trait, in men, shyness was seen as a sign of homosexuality. In women, it demonstrated that they were frigid. Parents began discouraging their children from solitary activities, not wanting them to be unpopular. This preference for the more extroverted personality has continued today, and the pressure to be that personality type constantly causes anxiety. Americans who consider themselves shy increased from 40% in the 1970s to 50% in the 1990s. This has a lot to do with the need to be viewed in a certain way. Chapter 2. The Myth of Charismatic Leadership. The Culture of Personality, A Hundred Years Later. This chapter looks at the culture of personality now and begins with the quote, Society is itself an education in the extrovert values, and rarely has there been a society that has preached them so hard. No man is an island, but how John Donne would writhe to hear how often, and for what reasons, the thought is so tiresomely repeated. By William White. The author discusses all of her research into the extrovert ideal, in which she attended Harvard University, self-help discussions, churches, and talked to experts. There she learned that we see talkers as smarter, as potential leaders, and is more appealing. However, 
As more research is done into people with a more introverted personality, it becomes clear that we often overestimate the abilities of extroverts and their performance levels are not necessarily better.